Good morning. Man, that was eerie. You guys got really quiet. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and take my watch off so I don't go in the water with it. But now what that means is I may get, you know, I may go a little long, so sit tight and just, no, nah, we'll be fine. Uh, we're glad you're here. I think we've probably got a lot of guests here today. We're excited you're here. Uh, we, listen, can, can you feel it? Can you guys feel I mean, I can feel it in here. There's a little electricity this morning. So I can feel the Holy Spirit. I just know, listen, we believe when two or more comes together there, God will be also. And He's here. He always is. This is going to be a good day. So if you're, if you're a guest, this will look a little, it, it won't look, it'll look normal to you because you don't know what to expect. But for us, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk a few minutes. Then we'll invite those who have decided that they want to be baptized to come up. Uh, this is just a big day. This is, this is kind of, this is kind of the Super Bowl in the church world. This is, this is when we get excited. We get excited every Sunday, but this is, this is where it all comes together. And we're excited to be here. Hey, you guys, uh, some of you joined us yesterday. We went out to the, uh, Airport. I couldn't think of what that thing's called, where the planes land. The airport. Big Toy Day. Uh, Big Toy Day. Jennifer was talking about helping, uh, praying for the teachers as they go back and the kids. Big Toy Day is a fundraiser the communities and school does. And your church was asked to participate. We've done that for three years now. Had a great turnout. You guys are awesome. You just volunteer and volunteer and volunteer. But uh, served a lot of people, had a lot of fun. So I say that to say thank you. If you took part in that, thank you for coming out and giving your time and your effort. It was, it was, it was a great day, but it was still hot. Uh, but we had fun, we always do, and, and Journey Church was well represented, so, so thank you. So let's, let's get going. Some of you are excited, you're ready to be baptized. I'm, cu- I'm curious if anybody's going to do a cannonball. <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. We're probably having a cannonball today. No, we'll, we'll be okay. Listen, we believe it's a celebration. So, but let me, let me just kind of pick up where we left off last week. We started talking about what it means to be baptized, and what you need to do to prepare for baptism. And, and if you were here last week, I started off by talking uh, in Matthew, and this is the, everybody thought I was going to do the Christmas message. This was the, we started in Matthew 1 about the birth of Jesus. And if you were here, one of the things I said is, is we got one of those statements. We've all probably at some point in our life either received or wrote a letter that said, to whom it may concern, to whom it may, and that's usually a broad stroke, it's a salutation when it's too burdensome to list all the names and we write something to whom it may concern well in this case the message last last week applied to everyone because every one of you it concerns and and what we find in there is is an angel comes to joseph joseph's fixing to marry mary and you you know the story if you're if you're a christian if not you need to know the story but uh, joseph and mary are going to get married mary turns up pregnant and that kind of negates the excitement of marriage but an angel appears to Joseph, and he tells him this, and this is, this is to whom, to, I would say this is to whom it may concern. This is what the angel says. Said, she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. He will save their, his people from their sins. To whom it may concern, this child's going to be born, and he will save his people from their sins. So we, we kind of took off from there, and we started talking about because I think that is so, it's, it's just so important. Because what he's really talking about, for Jesus to save us of our sins, we have to have this personal relationship with Christ. Leading up to baptism, we believe you have to have a personal relationship with Christ. You have to accept Christ uh, as your Lord and Savior, and, and then you're a candidate for and should be baptized. Just what we believe, pure and simple. Actually, we could just go ahead and start because I just got the whole message. That's a world record, maybe in about 30 seconds. But, but that's really what it, what it all boils down to. But, but then people say, well, okay, what does it mean to have a personal relationship with Jesus? That's a fair question. That's a very good question. That's the question we love to answer. But a guy named Paul in the in this Bible answered, Paul wrote most of the New Testament. If you don't know who Paul is, Paul is a guy that persecuted the church. Then he came around and he, 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 he 
prophesied. He, he, he pushed the church, not prophesied. He pushed the church. He was one of the main forces push, pushing ultimately the church forward and, and really pushing Christ forward. But Paul, Paul had something really interesting to say about what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think this goes back to you can include this into whom it may concern. Because what Paul said really concerns each and every one of us. And this is what he said. It's in Romans, if you have your Bibles, because I'm not going to put this one on the screen. But in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, this is what he said. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised you from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Did you get that? Let, let, one more time, let me read it. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believed and are justified, it is with your mouth that you confessed and are saved. A personal relationship with Jesus Christ is calling on His name as your Lord and Savior. People say, well, it says publicly confessing. Listen, you can, if, you, if you want to publicly confess, that's fine. Baptism is symbolic of that. Let me say that. Baptism is symbolic of that. But, but what I believe that means is, is, is your words, your actions, everything. You should profess, you should proclaim that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. For, to understand that, I think there's a few things you need to really grab hold of. First of all, and we talk about this a lot around here, you need to believe that Jesus Christ is who He says He is, that He, number one, is the Son of God. Number two, He was born of a virgin birth, i.e., Son of God, not of Joseph. God is His Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Number three, that he was, he was falsely accused, crucified, died on the cross, died on the cross, that's key, and then on the third day he arose from the dead. He overcame the grave. He did that to pay the price for our sins. His blood was shed to pay the price for our sins. That's what you need to believe. That's what you have to understand. That's what you need to grasp. Then, you ha then the, the public profession is to call on His name. That, Father, I understand your Son died on the cross for me. This is a prayer in my world. If you want to do it out loud, I, I would say that's fine. But, but people get caught up in that. Well, they didn't public profess. How do you know? I mean, I, I can't know that. But if you're willing to call on Jesus that, that He died on the cross... That, listen, Paul, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord of my life. That's who He is. Jesus is Lord of my life. And believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it says, and there's no more instructions there. There's no more. And people want to make this so difficult. There, I, I can't find any more instructions. Now, our lives should show that. Our lives should show that we've made that decision, that we want to live a godly life, that we understand what the price that, our, that, that Christ paid for you and I, that God sent His one and only Son to die on the cross for you and I. Our actions, our life should, should show that. It should reflect that. But really, when you boil, boil it down, it comes down to that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Here's why that's so important to me and has so much power. Because people won't say, well, do you know how bad they were? Do you know what they did? Well, let me ask you this. Do you know what Paul did? And if you're not a church person you, and you don't know the Bible, you won't know what Paul did. Paul persecuted the church. He, he, he tried to stop the church. He, he tried to single-handedly stop the growth of Christianity. He, he, if he didn't kill them, he led to many Christians' deaths. And yet he says, he didn't say I had to work all of that off. He didn't say I had to go do penances. He said, he said that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you're out there trying to work for it, stop. Just stop right where you're at. You can't do enough. 
Please hear me. You can't do enough. You're going, well, you mean I could quit? You can quit trying to work for your salvation. You shouldn't quit working to serve your Savior. But you can't, you can't do enough. You just can't do it. So today, what I want to do, because we're going we're to have a baptism here in just a few minutes. I am so excited about this. Matt, Matt and I get giddy about this time of year. Uh, but So I, I, wanna, I just want to give you what I believe are three reasons why you should be baptized. I'm going to give you three reasons why I believe you should be baptized. I'm going to finish with one reason why you should not be baptized. Okay? So this, this won't take long. We're just going to kind of plow through this. But I'm going to give you just, I think, three really basic reasons. These speak to everyone here uh, on why you should be baptized. And the first one is this. Jesus modeled it. Jesus modeled baptism. You ever thought about that? We emulate people all the time. We do. So emulate Christ on this one because Jesus modeled baptism. Jesus' baptism is, is, is told three times, and at least three times in the New Testament. It's told in Matthew 3, 13 through 17, Mark 1, 9 through 11, Luke 3, 21 through 22. We talk about Jesus' baptism. It's important to know that my Savior modeled baptism. And, and <laughs> I think, listen, this is, this is what we read. This is what we're reading. This is in, I'm going to just read one account because they basically say the same thing. Matthew 3, 13 through 17. I think I've got that. Did I do that? Yeah. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized but you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. Listen to this. This is so cool. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, there's your model, Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Reason number one, Jesus modeled it. And let me add to that, if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for you Amen. and me. If it's good enough for Jesus... It's good enough for you and me. If there's anybody that didn't need to be baptized, it's Jesus. But he had to be. He had to be to fulfill the prophecies. So reason number one, Jesus modeled it. Now, there's something else really interesting in that scripture. And, in, and I think it's in every, all three of those accounts that I mentioned to you that, that I kind of have missed in the past. But for some reason in this season, it just really spoke volumes to me. But in verse, uh, in verse 17, listen, listen to what he said. First of all, he said, and the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, with whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Notice the Heavenly Father said that when? Directly after he was baptized. So now I'm going, okay, it, it's, I'm, I'm going to model Christ. And if my Heavenly Father was pleased with his Son when he was baptized, I, he's got to be pleased with me for being baptized. I've kind of missed that little part of it because I got so excited that Jesus was baptized. I kind of skirted over it. He says, this is my son whom I love, and with him I'm well pleased. I'm well pleased he was baptized. I think the other part of that is he was obedient. It was just about obedience. But isn't that exciting? So you want to know why you should be baptized today? Because Jesus, the one that, that's called for you, Jesus modeled it. Now, people going to get, there'll be some people get excited. So, well, how did he model it? We, we think it's submerged. It says he come up out of the water, came out of the water. We think it's, if you were sprinkled, guess what? I don't care. Good for you. Good for you. It's, it's, baptism, listen, we're to be baptized. 
I'm not going to get real caught up in the model and the mode, but I, I, I believe that Jesus was modeled by submersion. So guess what? It's good enough for him. It's good enough for me. Good enough for me. So that, that's what we believe. Pretty exciting stuff. Jesus, Jesus modeled it. Jesus modeled it. Let me, let me give you another, another reason why I think you should be baptized. Jesus commanded baptism. People don't talk about that one a lot, but Jesus commanded baptism. They say, well, what do you mean? Jesus commanded baptism. People say, but you said it's not essential. It's not essential. You don't, do not have to be, hear me real clear, do not have to be baptized to be saved. Do not have to be baptized to be saved. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be, though. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be. You don't have to wear a seatbelt when you get in your car, but you'd be safer if you did. Now, somebody's going to say, so you're saying I'm in danger? No, no, that's a bad example. Bad example. Going to use it again because it's the only one I got right now. But, but, <laughs> but the, the, the point's the point. Listen, Jesus commanded baptism. If you don't believe me, listen, when we launched this church, everybody talks about you got to have a mission and a vision statement. Ours was real simple. We like what Christ did, and we said, if it's good enough for Christ, it's good enough for us. And the last thing he left was Matthew 28, 19, which said, Therefore go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I command you. That's our mission statement. Go make, baptize, teach. People ask you, go make, baptize, teach. We go, we teach, we baptize. Oh, it's amazing. Go make, baptize, teach. Did you catch that little subtle point in there? Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christ commanded it. And think about the period when he's doing this. Christ is dead, buried, come back, and one of the last bits of information he's giving to his disciples who are responsible for you and I being here today, by the way, they spread the gospel, and one of the last things he told them was, I want you to baptize my people. Good enough for me, it's good enough for them. I really get excited about this stuff. I really, <laughs> Jesus commanded it. Isn't that powerful? It, is it required? No. I can find nowhere in here that it says it's required. But Jesus said we should do it. I've learned something when Jesus tells me I should do something. You know what I probably should do? What he said. What he said. Just do it. Nike did not coin that, by the way. Christ did. Just do it. Actually, his mother did when she said just, and this is, she's, when, when they ran out of wine at the, at the wedding, she said, just do what he says. Just do what he says. That's our problem. We don't want to do what he says because sometimes, well, that's not what I want to do. doesn't matter. It's what he wants you to do. It's what he wants you to do. Just do what he says. People, people say, well, what, what's the big deal on baptism? Well, here's the big deal. Jesus modeled it, and Jesus commanded it. What is it? It's symbolic. It's an outward sign of an inward change in your heart. We talked about it last week. You go in, old person, you come out new, and it's symbolic of bearing the sin, the death of sin through Jesus Christ. You come out new, forgiven. Symbolic. It's symbolic. And, it, and listen, you want to talk about a public profession? You want to make a walk in this water. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, when people go in this water and they come out, don't sit there like, listen, this is a party. I want to hear applause. I want to hear you. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. This is a celebration. If you don't believe it, then you can't all do this. You ought to see the faces when these people coming up out of the water. They're already celebrating. Some of them do it a little too soon and take a gulp of air before they should. But it's amazing. It's awesome. I, I, people say, well, you're making light of it. Yeah, I, no, I'm going to have fun. Jesus, Jesus commanded, he said, he said, go baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know the last thing you're going to hear before you go in the water? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. In old, out new. Powerful. 
powerful, amazing message. I, I love this. I love this baptism service. Gets me pumped up. There's a, there's a third reason, and this really isn't so much a reason. This is when. This really isn't a reason, but it is a reason. But it isn't a reason. But it is a reason. But the time is now. The time. If you meet the criteria, the time is now. And I say that because of this. This I've heard all my life. Well, don't I need to do penance? Don't I need to? Don't I need to go out and work for? No. Well, don't I need to go to a class? No. I reference back to Romans. I reference back to Romans. Let's, Romans ten, man. Yeah, you can read it again. Romans ten. You, you want to take a class? You want to do work? Read Romans ten. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. After you do 40 hours of community service, you take three tests, attend 10 classes, and go to, go to some class I don't even know about. Then you will be saved. That's not what it says. The time is now. And, the time, and people say, well, scripturally, why do you say the time is now? Let me tell you, there's a guy named, there's a guy named Philip. Philip. Philip's traveling, and he, he, he runs across this uh, Ethiopian eunuch. And this guy's got some position. This guy's the treasure of the of the of Ethiopia, and he's got some power, and he's got some clout, and Philip runs into him, and the, the eunuch is sitting there, and he's reading, he's reading, I think it's Isaiah, he's reading, he's looking at it, and Philip goes up and says, do you know what you're reading? He said, well, how could I unless somebody explains it to me? How could I unless somebody explains it? And Philip sits down, and he goes through, and he points him towards the, the, the Messiah, he points him towards, you know, a, a relationship with Jesus Christ, and the eunuch, I think the eunuch understands, and he believes, and then we go on, and this is what we read, so they're going down the road, and this is what we read, and this is in Acts have I got this one? This is in Acts 36, uh, 8, 36. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here's water. By the way, right here's water. If you've got a question today, uh, they're getting nervous that I'm going to drop some of this stuff. Water. He said, Here's water. Here's water. What can stand in the way of me being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water. And Philip baptized him. Whoops, went too far, but that's okay. The time is now. The time is now. Time's now. Listen, if, if you meet the criteria, if you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, if you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then the only obstacle in your way of baptism is water, and we have it. You're going, but I didn't bring dry clothes. You'll be wet. <laughs> You'll be wet. We have towels. We have towels. And we'll put them in, yeah, we have towels. So it, the timing is now. The timing is right. It's right now. No classes. No way. You don't have to do a credit check. We don't do that stuff. You, you, don't, need a, you don't have to go through the, the, the six-week class. You, you don't need to apply online. You, 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 need to, you need to say, you know what? The time is now. This eunuch modeled it. He understood. He believed. And Philip baptized him. Amazing. Isn't that powerful? Now, I told you I'd give you three reasons to be baptized. Jesus modeled it. Jesus commanded it. And the timing's now. There's your three reasons. Jesus modeled it. Jesus commanded it. The timing's now. There's your three reasons. If you're here today and you've wrestled with this, right there's three good reasons to be baptized. I told you, I promised you, and this one's the tough part. I said, I'll give you one reason why you shouldn't be baptized. One reason why you shouldn't be baptized. Am I going to be able to get that or have I got the order all wrong? Yeah, well, I just hit it again. Back me up. My fault. You don't have a personal relationship with Christ Jesus. You don't have a relationship. That's the reason you would not be baptized. We believe it's believing, then baptism. Baptizing, baptism does not lead to believing. It, it just will not do that. 
Baptism is not accepting Jesus. Baptism is confirming you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. People ask me why we don't baptize infants. Because they can't believe. We christen them. We'll dedicate. We'll, we'll, we'll bring them up here and talk about that their family has agreed to raise them in a Christian home. And, and we'll do that. But a child, a child can't believe. In every model I see in this Bible, everywhere I read, it's belief and then baptism. Not baptism that led to belief. It's belief and then baptism. So the only reason I can find that you shouldn't be baptized if you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Now, I can make a case for one other, but this one I've violated before. Is, is, is People say, well, I've already been baptized. Then you really don't need to be baptized again. But a lot of people want to be. It's such an exciting experience. I've had people say, I want to be baptized again. I, I, listen, I, I'm going to pick up. My wife was baptized as a child. We, I got to baptize. One of the greatest things I've ever done in my life was to baptize my own wife. Still makes my day. Thank you. I'm being serious. So, yeah, if you want to be baptized again, listen, I ain't got right. We, you're going to get wet. That's the beauty of it. But the only reason you wouldn't be baptized is if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, let me tell you the good news. Let me tell you the good news. You can have a relationship with Jesus Christ right now. Right now. You can become a candidate in the next two minutes to be baptized. And by candidate, listen, you accept Jesus, you pass. You can. You can. You can, you, can, you can ask for and receive a personal relationship with Jesus Christ right now. And that's the only thing separating you from baptism. And your sore foot and, and Aunt Bessie's not here and I didn't tell my mom. I mean, I get all that. Those are excuses. Are, are you still going to heaven? Yeah, absolutely. If you have this relationship with Jesus Christ. But right now, you can make that decision. So as we prepare, we're fixing to do this, by the way. Right now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you've got, you got, this you got a lot of chances. But if you want to be baptized today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and you can, you can come to agreement that you believe He is who He says He is, that He is the Son of God, that He was born of a virgin birth, that He was falsely accused, crucified, dead, and buried in the grave, and on the third day arose from the grave that he paid the price for our sins. If you can agree with that, then you can bow your head. Pray with me. You can bow your head. Father, I'm, I'm, I'm a sinner. I, I know I've had a messed up life. Today, I, I accept your son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. I understand that <laughs> he is who he says he is, that he's the son of God, that he paid the ultimate price, that he rose from the grave, and through his blood, I'm forgiven. I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Father, right now, I call on you. I call on you. I accept, I accept your son, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the new life. Thank you for all that you've given me, for taking the, the, the mess I've made, and, you've, and your son washed it away with his blood. And today, Father, I accept him. Today, I'm ready to go in the water. I want, to, I want people to see this outward sign of an inward change because my heart is new. My heart has been washed clean, Father. Today, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you and amen. Hey, if you, if you did that, I truly believe this. Guess what? There's nothing in the way of you in baptism now. There's no, and then listen, there's a lot of people going to come, so don't think they necessarily just prayed that. They've come to Matt and I said, we want to be, they made that decision some time ago, and they're ready today to be baptized. But that's the only reason I can come up with that you shouldn't be baptized, is that you just don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And listen, let me tell you this. Somebody here today may still not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You're just not ready to be baptized, but, but you need to keep coming. You need to hang out with us. We, we want to hear what you got to say. 
But I'm telling you, that's why we built this church. We want to hear what you have to say. But you're, we believe what we believe, and that will not change. Sin is sin. God is God. Unwavering. Be still and know I'm God. That's what the Scripture says. Unwavering. But we love to talk to you. We want, we want to sit down and talk. We want to show you what we believe and why we believe it. And we want to lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ and ultimately to baptism. So if you're going to be baptized today, if you're ready to do that, and there's many of you that are, uh, we're fixing to do that. If you're, if you're here, we want everybody in. So if you're here and you've got a child, we're going to pause for just a minute or two. I'm going to pray, but just, just give me a second. Let me give you some instructions. I'm going to pray when I finish praying. If you would go back and get your child, bring them in. Because we just think baptism's about family. Uh, go get your family. Come in. Then, then I'm going to ask those who are going to be assisting me after I finish praying. If you'll start coming up, we'll get ready. If you're going to be baptized, what I would ask you to do is come up to this side of the stage. They're going to help you up. We're going to, we're going to introduce you. You're going to come across. Our elders will talk to you. Matt and I will be in the water, and, and it's going to be amazing. We're going to baptize you. I would encourage you, if you're here today, and this may be different than what you've done in your churches if you're from other churches, but I would encourage you, if you're here today and you've got a loved one that's going to be baptized, if you want to walk up here, that's fine. That's fine. If you've got a child and you want to go in the water with them, we encourage you to do that. I mean, we'll get as many in there as we can. This is a celebration. I would encourage you when they come up out of the water, let's let them know we love them. Let's, let's hear some applause. Let's, please don't sit there like, oh, my gosh, can I say something? Can I, can I applaud? You're in God's house, and he likes noise. If you don't like noise, you, you, heaven ain't going to be for you. i just go ahead and tell you. It's going to be loud because it says they're partying. If somebody received Christ, it said they're partying. Okay, so let's pray. Then if you'll go get your kids, and we'll get, this, we'll get started. Father, thank you. I, I don't know what's in store. I am so excited. I just pray. I pray there's somebody out there today that's going in the water. They just accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Oh, I pray they just accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. And, and they come in the water and they're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're, we, we're going to celebrate everyone who comes in. But wouldn't that be amazing, Father, if somebody today joined the kingdom, joined the heavenly family uh, of your children, Father. So be with us. Prepare, you've prepared us for this for our entire lives you prepared us for this today we are so excited that we get to do this so be with us father we're going to do this again in just a little bit i just pray that people come and they come and they come and then we baptize and i pray that people accept jesus christ as their lord and savior i pray that we celebrate that moment that we, we just understand the significance of what's happening so be with us father just watch over us protect us uh, let this be an amazing day may somebody's life be changed for it's these things we pray in your holy name Amen. So thank you. If you'll, if you'll slip back, if you've got a child in the nursery, grab your children. If you're helping us, if you'd start coming forward, and we'll get ready to do this. <laughs>